This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Round the Boards, updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on ORFM, Dunedin's awesome morning show. Time now for us to catch up with Paul Pope, Chair of Otago Peninsula Community Board, who joins us on the line now. Morena, Paul, lovely to have you with us again. Hello there, Jeff. How are you? I've just uh, come back from a glorious five days walking the Rootburn and Capels tracks. Oh, well done to you, uh, and well done for getting that in just ahead of uh, probably some gnarly weather. How did how did the conditions treat you, Paul? Uh, absolutely. Never got my never got my raincoat out of my bag. Oh. Uh, it was absolutely fantastic, and uh, although it is a reminder that perhaps I'm not as young as I used to be, <laughs> um, but uh, no, look, it was absolutely glorious and something that my wife and I have been wanting to do for a while, and um, showed that, um, as I say, we can still hack it with the best of them. Well, we know you do appreciate uh, our natural world very much, and uh, Taka Peninsula, of course, uh, many of its own own natural treasures, and we often talk about those here on the Awesome Morning Show with this uh, segment. Uh, so we come out of also um, the public holiday, the national uh, commemoration uh, for Anzac Day, and uh, it seemed, Paul, that uh, once again the Dunedin communities embraced those commemorations. Yeah, look, um, I I was at the Portobello um, or Peninsula um, Anzac parade, um, commemoration yesterday, and uh, I was actually asked to to, to give a, a short talk. And um, one of the things that I spoke about yesterday was um, now that we've been in such a long period, I suppose, of, of peace in some regards in New Zealand, although there has been other conflicts. But one of the things I talked about was actually. Um, the things now, you think about the servicemen and women that went away or worked on land and other things like that, um, the sacrifice and, and sense of service that they had. And I, one of the things I talked yesterday was about the ways in which that, you know, we actually now in these times, you know, look at how we serve our community and our country and, and our families and that sort of thing. And just a reminder that the there are a lot of people around us that do things for us in peace that are equally as important. The police, our first responders, our fire brigade, um, you know, our nurses and doctors and, you know, our teachers, all those sorts of people that do wonderful things and great things for our community. So it was really just a reminder, as I say, that, you know, there are there are times now that we actually should be thinking about uh, how we how we do things and how we serve things and how we actually take the, the Anzac spirit, I suppose, of, of courage and uh, and teamwork and comradeship and how we take those things and put those into everyday life. Yeah, well said, Paul. And, uh, of course, there are uh, other ways we serve our community uh, as well on uh, other levels, and that includes community board service and it includes being part of community and caring about others and taking notice of what's going on around us and thinking about how our own actions impact on others. And that includes things like how we get rid of our rubbish, Paul. You wanted to talk a little bit about plastic rubbish uh, today. Oh, look, uh, there's a recent report that's come out, the audit done by uh, Keep Dunedin Beautiful that's come out recently, and it, it, it's not good news. I mean, you know, the increase that we see in litter uh, across the board, and you know, not only here in Dunedin but across the city, is a, is a really worrying trend. And one of the things that was also looked at a few years ago was the amount of plastic waste that ends up actually in the harbour. 
um, and that eventually dissolves and becomes microplastics and finds its way uh, into the um, into the food chain. Uh, not only for ourselves, for those of us who like to do a bit of fishing, uh, but also for wildlife and biodiversity that uh, survive uh, and use the harbour as a feeding ground. And I, I suppose it's one of those sort of little things that's been a bit of a, I suppose it's been a little bit of a campaign of mine in the last year or two when I read those kind of results. And I think there's a real need now, not only for both the regional and city council, but also for ourselves and and industry and others to look really seriously at at how we deal with those particular issues and and we can't continue I think to rely on the goodwill of of people um, doing rubbish cleanups and other bits and pieces we we need to look at this you know in a much more wider and strategic way because the the notion of actually you know going out and catching yourself a fish and then realizing that it has particles of plastic in it really is quite a a serious thing for not only for human health but also for biodiversity. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned Paul um, that from time to time the community does band together and kind of one-off actions um, mm. and to get out and do clean-up days and so forth. And that's all you know, very laudable, isn't it? But um, you know, should we be getting excited about the fact that we get round to doing that once or twice a year? And you know, when. Uh, Everyone who goes out and does these things, uh, including those who went out as part of the Wild Dunedin Festival and did that plogging yep. exercise, yeah, plogging, they, yep. yeah, they just they find and they're surprised and shocked and I guess a little bit saddened as to what they find each yeah. time they go out and about. And I think that's the thing. And I think you know, again, um, as we work towards you know the removals of um, plastics and other bits and pieces from the environment, that sort of stuff. Um, I think. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, if someone's just come into the room here. Um, I think from that perspective, uh, uh, you know, we um, we need to make changes both in the way of our consumption and other pieces, but but also, as I say, things such as one of the things I've been asking for for some time now is that we have kinds of nets that come over our stormwater systems that flow into the harbour uh, that actually capture plastic before it actually enters the uh, enters the environment and then can actually be taken out. Those sorts of things. Um, but it is a serious issue, and it's, it's one that I sort of hope people will put at the forefront of their minds, especially, as I say, around uh, Kaimoana and especially around recreational fishing and also, as I say, the future of seabirds and, and other marine mammals. Well, we touched on Wild Dunedin, New Zealand Festival of Nature. Of course, it concluded over the weekend. Another amazingly successful festival, Paul. Mm. Fantastic festival and uh, sort of had some peripheral involvement with one or two things uh, through work. Very impressed just, as I say, that that festival continues to grow and grow every year and get bigger and bigger. And I think, um, you know, the, the very fact, as I say, that we have the, the the biodiversity and landscape resources to actually get people enthusiastic about those sorts of things is fantastic. And a, a real credit to the organisa- organisation that actually does and runs that, but all the other organisations that get involved, I think it's a real showcase. And um, yeah, as I say, for both for the peninsula but for the city as a whole, it really does put us 
uh, in the forefront of being a you know a really a wildlife capital of of, of the of the world. Indeed, and uh, uh, the team that's behind it um, work very hard. Uh, as soon as pretty much one Wild Dunedin festival concludes, they start planning for the next, and that's often the way with some of the best festivals around the world. And uh, and uh, you know a big shout out to the uh, Autoporti Dunedin community who get in and, and support the events as well. They sound like they were very well supported through a it was. yeah through a good period of time. So we look forward to the next iteration, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Paul, you just wanted to finally touch once again on our reminder about contribution to the Board's annual plan. So the Board have just written two submissions to the annual plans, one to the Regional Council and one to the DCC. The Regional Council one uh, was a, had a focus around um, the continuation of support for biodiversity groups uh, and groups who are um, looking to do work, particularly in the pest control area, um, those sorts of things. Um, other, Some of the other issues that particularly raised with the Regional Council is also um, bus management. Um, it's a, another, I guess, another campaign that we've had for some time. Um, we managed to change the bus services a few years ago, um, but what's actually happened is since we've done that and made get made the regional council change those services, they've actually become so um, successful that we've actually now uh, having trouble actually keep getting everybody on board, particularly in the afternoons. And the question, that the things that we asked or raised then was actually that we need an extra service. Uh, we actually need an extra bus, especially during those afternoon periods uh, with people coming home from work and from school. Um, so that was one of the focuses for us as well. Um, Tomahawk uh, also, uh, which has had some issues around um, flooding and um, the management of the um, of the lagoon also uh, was a big part of, of our uh, submission. For the DCC, um, really... Uh, it's all about infrastructure, and we had a real strong focus this year on climate change, uh, and particularly on the way that um, development of infrastructure with the um, impending changes to sea level rise uh, will affect the peninsula has been a big part of that, uh, but also looking at proactively looking to deal with some of the other External issues around emissions uh, related to the tourism industry and travel, for example. So we're, one of the things we asked for was, let's plant 100,000 trees, uh, you know, on the Otago Peninsula in the next 10 years. Uh, not only would that do a great thing for biodiversity, but it would also actually help to deal with some of the emissions related to cruise ships and other things in the tourism industry. Um, so yeah, it's been a, a real mixed bag, but a very um, some big. You know, some big uh, ideas, um, but also some ideas that are very practical and, and very much focused around community living. Well, we look forward to both councils' response to those submissions and all the other submissions that are being made. Uh, very important that we have our voices heard on these issues. And you, know, you were talking about the bus service. I see, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, as you well know, the squeaky wheel does get a little bit of attention. And uh, the RSC's recently funded an extra morning all bus service to provide more seats for school students and residents yeah. in Waitati and Warrington. So, you know, maybe there. And that's, you know, like you said, it's probably a, it's, a, it's something we can hope and expect as there is more demand on uh, public transport that there will need to be some change. Uh, in terms of increasing services and so forth, and that's what we want to see. And I think that leads us back to, the, as I say, our focus, as I say, for the City Council's um, submission around um, climate change and the fact that actually we need public transport to, um, to be improved 
and to be more sustainable in the long term because actually say that the less cars we have on the road, the less emissions, uh, that sort of thing. Those, those are the kind of things that actually are really important for us as well. All right, Paul Pope, Target Peninsula Community Board, thanks uh, so much again for joining us for Around the Boards. Uh, Paul, we look forward to catching up with you again in four weeks' time. All right, thank you. Lovely to hear from you. Good day. Bye. That was Round the Boards, updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on ORFM, Dunedin's awesome morning show. For more information about Dunedin's six community boards and contact details, visit the Dunedin City Council website, dunedin.govt.nz or phone 477-4000. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.